Welcome back to The Human Exception, where we're recording inside of a lumber mill. Hopefully that won't be too annoying while I record this intro and outro. This week, we're going to break into the health food and naturopath market. Holly's going to tell us about a story that she found in her fridge about Policy Bragg and his Bragg empire built on amino acids and apple cider vinegar. As always, expect foul language and let's get ready for another human exception. at the window against each other and like now the black cat just does it and so yesterday morning we woke up to this like suddenly like thud thud like someone was knocking on the door really loud oh what the fuck's going on yeah and yeah it was the black cat against the window or asher trying to fight it against the window oh my god and it happened again this morning except it was hadfield at the window (laughs) oh geez (laughs) yeah it's fucking like i don't know what to do about this cat <laughs> i mean I like, does he look like a stray um no, I, we I think, think he belongs to the neighbors okay yeah. <clears throat> he is he's pretty comfortable in the neighbor's yard when like mm. the people are there okay but like if we get within 20 feet of it he will maintain that 20 feet yeah Hey, no, 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 you can't come to me. Yeah, no, 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 no. Safe space, safe space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've tried to, yeah, get, we've tried to befriend him a couple times and with no success. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could always squirt him with a water bottle. <laughs> well, we'd have to be able to open the window to do that, right? So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean. Um, and then if we open the window, then the cats would then definitely they're gonna fucking be... bolt out. Yeah. Yeah, like previously, like when Ash was doing this, we just pick him up by the scruff and like pull him back. Sure. But now he's like figured out how to hook his like nail claws around like the um the window grate, like the guards oh, or whatever. God, it's like could not remove him yesterday. I was like, okay, well, fuck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. We're here. We are. Today, welcome back to the Human Exception. We are here to talk about a bunch of weird naturopath health people scammers. Yeah, lying liars who lie in their pieces of poop. That <laughs> <laughs> that that was oddly like the most like censored version of Hallie that we've seen yet <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Are you okay? Has moving I'm, like I'm good. <laughs> done a thing? Are Has you... this entire two years completely warped my brain? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. No, right. it's it's good. I no, I read that uh, McSweeney's article yesterday about just get the fucking vaccine, you fucking idiot. Get just fucking get it. Yeah. yeah. There's 113 fucks in that article. I love Amazing. it. I fucking love it so much <laughs> like i feel oddly like i don't need to say the word fuck too much for the next <laughs> someone, <laughs> else, met your quota? Did it someone else did it 
<laughs> it's only saying what we're all thinking. Yeah, Two absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I just want someone with a really great voice to read that <laughs> as a little yeah. audio. I want a more or someone to read that. Samuel Jackson. <laughs> no, something. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I just I need I, I need it. No, we're going to talk about grifters. I'm so excited because I thought, oh, there won't be that much. Huh? Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. it's been quite an adventure. I think even like Nathan was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. For his, so. yeah. <laughs> this might be a long one. Buckle in, kids. Yo, dog. Do you want to oh. kick us off then, Hallie? Oh, hell yeah. Hell to the yes. I also have a test for you all later, a little bit later in my narration that you can it's, is this like in. a memory test about the story oh, or is it just a god no test? god okay. no it's a numerology test oh, oh yeah boy. we're gonna It'll get into good. numerology too <laughs> fucking numerology about it's like time. here we go here we go okay okay, okay. so <laughs> i i mean grifters are well documented across books and television and podcasts and blah 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 um, if you are someone who has investigated this guy that I'm going to talk about, I would love to talk to you because I've not seen anyone dig into him other than a few random articles that I then had to go and vet. So this is, uh, maybe this is an exclusive. I don't know. <laughs> it's exciting. I know it's exciting in a way. Um, when I got, uh, when I had some health problems a couple of years ago, my doctor put me on this really restrictive diet, and I'm pretty sure y'all remember, you two remember that. Um, mm-hmm. Really restrictive, like, because we it's an elimination diet. We were trying to figure out what was going on. I'm fine now, but at the time it was like, what I can eat like oatmeal and uh, not a whole lot else. <laughs> it was rough. And one of the things that in our cooking, we use a lot of, and I think this is true of a lot of people, we use a lot of spices. We use a lot of garlic and onion and just yada, yada, yada. So in order to give food flavor, um, one of the recipe books that I was looking at recommended using liquid aminos. So I was like, okay, fine. Go to the store. You find it in like the weird aisle that no one ever goes in. And then... <laughs> Unless you know to be there, I guess, is the thing. Bought a big bottle of it, started using it. I don't know if it does anything, but sure, why not? And when we moved, and I had to put the bottle, because you have to refrigerate it, put the bottle in the cooler, I was like, brag. B-R-A-G-G, brag. Okay. Oh, and there's a Christian fish symbol. Okay, this could be weird. It's weird. It's weird. I did not know this is how you found the story. It's how I figured this out. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> My rambling, nonsensical <laughs> set of connections that I managed to make. Um, yeah, the bottle's in the fridge right now, but it is a massive food company. So brag. Bragg's liquid aminos. Bragg's uh, apple cider vinegar. We're going to get into that bullshit. Um, uh, nutritional yeast. They make a shit ton of stuff. You can actually go to their website and look at it. I don't recommend it because it's a big scam. Okay. Um, Listen to this episode before you go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, this is insane. Um, so when I started looking at his life story, of course, you get like the Wikipedia articles and everything. His name was Paul C. Bragg or just Paul Bragg. Um, I 
thought, oh, okay, I'm going to get the basics, right? Birth, death, uh, hometown, maybe a few places he lived, blah, 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 before he, whatever entrepreneurial spirit leapt into him and made him rich and the con artist, short. I was wrong from the very beginning about being able to find solid information. Um, this guy lied from the get-go. Okay. I'm so excited because I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, so he purported to be born in 1881 in Fairfax County, Virginia. And at first I thought, okay, county, interesting that we don't get a town or a city, some kind of locale other than just a spot in Virginia. But it was 1881, records, whatever. Um, That was a lie. He lied about where he was born and what year he was born in. (laughs) Was he older or younger than he was saying? He was younger. He what? lied by 14 years and several states. What? Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, I don't. right out the gate. <laughs> We're in it. I love it. He was actually born on February 6, 1985 in Batesville, Indiana. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, his father actually was the editor, publisher, and printer Another red flag. When you're the one-stop shop for everything, we have an issue. Uh, (laughs) uh, Of something called the Batesville Democratic Herald, which was a very, very small-town newspaper. Okay. So, out the gate, lying. Now, he did, his family did pick up and move to Washington, D.C. when he was a little bit older. Um, His parents, Robert and Caroline, and then he had two brothers, James and John. All of that is very important because his dad eventually gave up on the whole, like, I'm going to be a a one man printing newspaper man, whatever. And he eventually his dad eventually went to go work in um, civil service at the U.S. printing office. I was like, oh, so we're doing that thing where we're lying. But we're just skirting the truth to make it sound kind of accurate. All right. All right. All right. Um, they were a white middle-class family in the early 1900s. It's about as banal as you can get. So he grew up not really wanting for anything. Um, I mentioned his dad and what his dad did for a living because in 1972, uh, Bragg started to claim in print, this has been documented, that his father was, quote, a splendid farmer. And he, Paul... The guy we're talking about was the oldest of 16 children. Okay. <laughs> and how many children were actually in the family? Three. What the fuck? That's the weirdest thing to lie about. It's the weirdest thing. It's just the surface. It gets worse. Oh, my God. It's like, wow, you just didn't even. Why? 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 People can track that shit. Like, what are you doing? He would claim this shit in his books that he wrote later on in life. It's, I have no idea why. I guess if you're going to grift, you're going to grift and it just all snowballs. A grifter's got a grift? Grifter, I literally wrote that in my notes, Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) This is insane. Uh, Okay, so 
He starts off just it false, just totally false. So he lied about his upbringing. Um, he also claimed participation in both the 1908, which was London, and the 1912 Stockholm Olympics as a member of the U.S. wrestling team. That okay. is just false. <laughs> Completely. There's no record of this that's ever been found or seen. Um, at first, I, and then I was like, maybe he was the water boy. No, no, no. Rosters are public record. No. Okay, he, the closest he probably ever got to any kind of <clears throat> accolade for sports was he was a high school football coach for a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Same, same. Yep. I also noted when I was digging into this that he's claimed to be a, quote, member of the team, but avoided saying he was like an active participant or an actual wrestler. So this is where you're like, oh, okay, you're starting to learn your grift. You're learning your actual trade, which is being a big fucking liar. <laughs> I love these people. I love them so much because the dedication is absurd. So apparently he got better at lying. I don't know. Um, you'd hope that you would. You'd hope so. Oh, he gets really good at it. It's astounding how good he gets because people still buy his shit buy his books and then we're going to talk about his daughter not his daughter in oh, okay Poland. oh yeah there's oh, oh just the tastiest like i fucking love this oh my god um so he grows up gets married and then eventually there's like a gap in coverage as far as his life goes um he pops back up on the radar around 1920 because he, Paul and his wife and their kids moved to California. I just realized I spelled California wrong in my notes. And somehow the spell check didn't catch that. So I don't know. Um, he takes a job in the physical education department at San Luis uh, Obispo. I think that's how I'm saying it. Obispo. Yeah, sure. High school. Okay. So he's a, he's a gym teacher. It's not the Olympics, y'all. <laughs> same, same. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He may. He had the kids make him a, a cardboard, a metal out of cardboard. I don't know. I don't, like, what the fuck? Um, so this Just is paint where... It with paint. It'll be fine. Exactly. Throw some glitter on it. It's fine. It counts. This is kind of where, with his job, that his interest in health takes off. And... <laughs> I know. I feel like if I if I say it once, just assume that through the rest of it, because <laughs> there ain't nothing healthy about what he's doing. Um, 1926, he becomes an entrepreneur in the health field, and it starts off by him opening an establishment in Los Angeles called the Health Center of Los Angeles. And then two years later, in 1928, he opens the Bragg Health Center, also in L.A., he wrote a weekly health column uh, for the Los Angeles Times to help better advertise these businesses. Sometimes he called the columns health notes. Really what it was was just a, an advertisement fueled by opinion backed by nothing but his own narcissism. Nice. Yeah. And then in 1929 is where we start seeing his health lecture tours, where yeah. he goes to places like San Antonio and Dallas and Denver, where he would pay up front to rent a facility. 
and then give a series of lectures over the course of several consecutive nights. The lectures were free. Of course, you rope them in. It's just like um, timeshare, right? Yeah. It's like the timeshare of weird health lectures. Um, but in order to pay for the money that he was out for the rental fees for the facilities, he charged a post-lecture private consultation. Mm. Okay. Anybody want to know what that charge was in, oh, say mid-1930s? Anybody have a guess? No clue. 100 bucks? $20. $20, okay. In 1935, which is about 350-ish as of 2015, Ooh. and it's uh, 400 wow. some now. So some good grift money. Yeah, wow. that's per person. That's a lot. It's a That's lot. It's like Tony Robbins guy. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was also a grifter, so there you go. Um, his uh, tours got popular. Uh, he used them to, of course, advertise his book. His first copyright for a book uh, was filed in 1929, and it was a book that he wrote called Cure Yourself. Oh, no. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about cure-alls. One of my of favorite things on the <laughs> planet. So while he is running around the country doing these health lecture tours, selling his books, selling these post-lecture private consultations for stupid money, it's all kind of small-time grift. But then 1930 is where all of this starts to change. Um, <clears throat> he was prolific. Not L. Ron Hubbard prolific, but he, <laughs> he wrote a lot. He wrote quite a bit, as they seem to do, which is amazing to me. Um, so in 1929, he also had a publication, um, that he was sued for in federal court in 1930 by a LA-based raw food health lecturer and manufacturer called St. Louis Estes. They claimed copyright infringement, uh, which is uh, so fun. It's basically, it's plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. He stole it. Um, the quote here on the lawsuit is a 1929 publication of Bragg is a rearrangement of material in an earlier book on raw food written by Estes. I could not find a record of the outcome of the lawsuit, but um, whoops. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just a whoops. It's just, he probably plagiarized it. I would almost bet. That's what he did. All right. So we go from small time grift. Oh, I'm going to charge you for having a one on one conversation with me. And I don't know shit. Um, he would later claim certain scholarly attributes and degrees that he absolutely did not have. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that, too, because it's, it's just oh, it's just fodder for my love of these people. And by love, I mean virile hate because they rip people off and con them. Um, <laughs> Uh, so after this lawsuit, he started to also give his health lectures at churches. Yes. Yes. So we add religion into the health fantasies. You have to. It's have just to. part of the recipe. <laughs> part of the recipe. And then we're going to add another part of the, of the recipe for being a grifter, particularly a white male grifter, which is inappropriate sexual and physical conduct. There it is. Hey. 1934, there is an 18-year-old church musician who testifies in Superior Court that Bragg attacked her in April 1932. 
No further details could be found. Uh, she sued him for damages of $100,000. Wow. In 1934 money. And we don't, we don't know if that, if that <laughs> case shit. is successful or not? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It's been wiped from record. Can't find it. I, I, would, I would need to, like, really sit down and try to dig. But yeah. everything that I found up front, outcome unknown. I don't know if the records were sealed as part of the agreement. I don't know what happened. This is where things start getting really fucking weird and the lies start getting worse. So Those NDAs, y'all. And yeah, I, I, I'm seriously serious. Mm-hmm. Real problem. Uh, yeah, we'll go into that at some point too, I'm sure. Um, I feel like every time we do a new uh, a story, our bullshit meter goes up and then we find new things to start. Yep. Uh, so there's this um, podcast I used to listen to called um, That's Weird. And okay. it was really good. Um, it was two girls that ran it and they just kind of do like very similar to stuff to kind of what we do. Then at one point they're like, yeah, so we're going to kind of like stop doing the show because we haven't really found anything else we want to talk about. I'm like, how? How have you how? not found anything else to talk about? How? The, the world is so fucked. What the right. fuck? <laughs> okay. But yeah. Yeah, I was not it's expecting... a good show if you ever want to check that out. I'm going to have to. I'm going to just pull Spotify up and I'll get into them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I found this off of a bottle in my fridge. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> I remember looking at my husband and going, do you know who this guy actually is whose shit we bought? And he was like, no. And I went, I should look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so he gets sued. Uh, Outcome unknown. He divorces and remarries right around the same time. Um, His new wife, Gertrude, was a manager in his growing business, specifically his lecture circuit racket. And on their Florida marriage license, Check this shit out. He states his age is 49. Okay. He would have been 35 or 36 at the time. Okay. Making himself older is fascinating to me. I don't Maybe know he's if... just trying to obscure his identity? I, I don't know. I don't know. This entire family has a problem with lying. Through their fucking teeth. Because we're going to talk about his... Daughter, not daughter, in a little bit. I have to say that because I don't actually know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so anyways, he gets, an, gets a new wife. Uh, they divorce a couple of years later. And according to public record, he never remarried. He's too busy creating things like a company he named Live Food Products Incorporated. Which live food. <laughs> live food. Live food. We're going to talk about kombucha and the mother and fungus, too. Mm. Is it live food or is it live food? L-I-V-E. I don't know. It could be either. <laughs> it, could be, it could be red, red. Yeah. Red reed. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was his food manufacturing company, which later got renamed to Bragg Live Foods, Live Foods. I have no idea. Uh, he bounces around for the next several decades between California and Hawaii and Florida as places of residence. So at this point, he's a liar. He's a fraud. He's making enough money to, um, create a food company. Good for him. Like, classic American grift. 
Industrious right there. Industrious. There we go. Smart. But if he had put his smarts to actually doing what he said he was doing or actually, you know, being an intelligent person. Yep. Uh, Brag Live Foods. I'm going with that. I'm going with live, not live. Is (laughs) on shelves in your grocery store. You can find this. Like I said, started with me and a bottle of liquid aminos. And then I was like, what the fuck is this? All right. So you can find it. It usually has like a yellow label, red and black text on it. The problem with this guy is that his ideas are still being touted as ways to reclaim your health from big pharma and those swindling doctors. Oh, Oh, yes. We're doing this. All right. So we're going to go through a list of his greatest hits as far as claims go. It's two pages long. <laughs> dude, dude. Uh. All right. Start off with a real humdinger. Uh, he said he had advanced science degrees. He claimed this in multiple newspaper and magazine interviews, including a 1975 article in People magazine. Eh, wrong. Um, the 1930 federal census shows him living in Burbank, California, when he claimed to be a resident of Hollywood. Okay, fine. Um, his age in, in 1940 as 45, but remember when he remarried in 1930, he claimed his age as 49. So we have a Joe Black scenario, apparently. Um, and then revealingly, the census showed his highest level of education attained as an H1, which was federal code for only one year of high school. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, in 1977, in a publication which he co-authored with his daughter, not daughter Patricia, its title, The Shocking Truth About Water, he gave oh, himself no. the titles of ND, naturopath doctor, and PhD. The dude had a ninth grade education. Oh my god. So good. So good. He claimed you could prolong your lifespan by... Deep breathing, fasting, eating only organic foods, drinking only distilled water, juicing, and exercising. It's not wrong on some of that. We all understand that eating well and exercise is important, but deep breathing and distilled water. Okay. Distilled water. <laughs> he claimed tonsillitis was the result of people eating mucus-forming fu- foods. Nice. Cancer is caused by gooey, slimy foods. <laughs> and colds are caused by the consumption of white bread and ice cream. Oh, yeah. Checks out. Now, wouldn't you know that he has the solution for white bread and ice cream? Because, of course, he opposed the use of white bread and flour and sold a substitute for each. Because, of course, he did. Of course he did. You won't get a cold if you just buy my supplements. (laughs) Cool. Uh, He advertised a... One of my favorite things on the planet, a patent medicine. He advertised a patent medicine. I love patent medicines called Glantex that he said could make people feel 20 years younger. Is that how Uh, he reduced his age? I I didn't even think about that. Fuck. God damn it. It definitely got him in trouble. Uh, He got slapped (laughs) with a fraud order against him and his health center that included a hearing with the postmaster general because he was committing mail fraud. (laughs) And in order to get around this, he began advertising himself as Paul Chappius. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So next to patent medicines and lying liars who are going to lie, I also love lying liars who advertise things like laxatives. Uh, ivermectin, anyone that makes you poop out your intestinal lining? Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Bragg's okay lax. <laughs> it's a cure-all. It's just okay? It's just okay. O, period. It K, just makes you period, okay. Dash lax. <laughs> cure-all. He advertised it as a miracle substance that was supposed to cleanse the intestines and cure asthma, catara, and diabetes. Now, I did not know what Katara was, so I went and looked it up. Um, and? It is an exudate of inflamed mucous membranes in one of the airways or cavities of the body. So it's basically a, a thick, just excessive amount of mucus and white blood cells when your mucous membranes get swelled up in the, in the head. Sinuses, mm -hmm. a cold, pharyngitis, coughs, yeah. anything like that. Um, but it also links to... Uh, uh, things like tonsillitis. So, yeah, it's just phlegm. Y'all, it's just phlegm. But he claimed that he could cure it because apparently it's something that need is as dire and problematic as asthma or diabetes. He did have a thing against slimy foods and stuff. He did. He did. I That's seriously, Kayla, it's like you're reading my notes. That's my next note. <laughs> it's like, I can't actually tell you why he's so obsessed with mucus and phlegm, but it's so gross. Oh it's I get that it's gross. I get that when we have colds and we want to sneeze and we want to get it out of our chest, I get it. But really? So the US Department of Agriculture did a bunch of tests on this miracle cure. They actually seized a bunch of boxes of it during this whole fraud order thing that he he got slapped with. Yes. Um their tests revealed that it was made out of ground leaves, barks, roots, fruit, oh and a laxative drug that he compounded into one powder. The ground leaves. Ground leaves. Let me go scoop it. up some shit from my yard. Let me go rake the yard. Yeah. Yep. Let me let me throw it into a composter for about two <laughs> seconds, and then I want you to eat this. I bet people really? need this. I bet I could sell this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was actually never punished for this particular instance of fraud. Um, the packages that the USDA seized were destroyed, and that was it. That was Seems it. a slap on the wrist, that's it. Of course, he's a white middle class man. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, however, in 1935, uh, DC officials arrested and charged him with practicing healing art without a license, and he was fined $100. Healing art. Healing art. Great. Yep. Healing art. Over the decades, his products were routinely investigated by the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration here in the U.S., and the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission. This, honestly, there's a lot in here. This might be my favorite part. Are you ready <laughs> for Bragg's grass, grass tablets? Grass tablets. All right. Grass tablets. Promoted oh, as being rich in vitamin A and promoting health and preventing sickness. Uh, in October 1941, he agreed to not publish any further health claims about the product. And then as a follow-up to that, about 20 years later in 1967, the FDA said that his papaya tablets and other dietary supplements contained, quote, false and misleading therapeutic claims and lacked adequate directions for use. For the purposes intended. You don't say. 
Shocking. And right. will it also surprise both of you to know he was an anti-vaxxer? Of course he was. Of course he was. Staring the, well, like, polio, you know. Great. Fine. Massive anti-vaxxer argued that vaccines were deadly and recommended no one ever take them ever for anything ever, ever, ever. Oh, God, I hate him. Ever, ever, ever. I hate him. I know. To be fair, throughout most of his life, he really stayed under the radar. Like, unless you were an oddball health nut living in a commune somewhere, you probably didn't really know this guy. He wasn't in the public consciousness. He isn't now. This is why I'm yelling about it, because I feel like more people should know. Um, so how he got really famous can be laid uh, at the feet of a little book called Bragg Apple Cider Vinegar System, which was published no. in 1972. And then a couple of years later, his Apple Cider Vinegar Miracle Health System. So Apple Cider Vinegar, or ACV, is his biggest claim to fame. And he is, by and large, at fault for the massive obsession with fucking vinegar. Yep. I hate it. I hate it. Spoiler, at best, it does nothing. Worst, it can rot your teeth. All right. Um, the other person at fault for all of this is his daughter, not daughter. So this is where we get into Patricia Bragg. Paul and oh, Patricia, Patricia Bragg. Patricia, I'm going to give you a picture of her. She's a character. Come on, thing. Or a caricature. She, a little bit of both. Excellent. I hate it so much. Here we go. Here she is. On the right. She looks like someone's granny. She looks like someone's granny who dresses in teal swan gear. Uh huh. My world is getting smaller and smaller. I don't know that I like <laughs> it's it. It's all fucking connected. I man. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to talk about Patricia because she is the one currently running the Bragg company. She is not his daughter. She okay. is his former daughter-in-law. She was married to Paul's son, then divorced him pretty quickly and eventually would claim that Paul Bragg adopted her legally. So and I dug he in. Didn't? <laughs> no one knows because the <laughs> lies get worse. The real I started question reading. Is, does anyone fucking care? <laughs> I actually do because she claims to have all these memories of growing up with Paul Bragg. Weird. Oh, it's weird. yeah. It's weird. No. Yeah. Okay. So um, she, her uh, maiden name was Patricia Pendleton. She married Paul's son, Robert, on April 19th in 1952. And they married at the First Presbyterian Church in Phoenix, Arizona. Marriage didn't last very long. They divorced in 1957. So it was about five years. And they got divorced in Los Angeles County in California. She might be the worst person, actually, here in all of this. Uh, really? She still runs the company. She still purports a bunch of things. So we're going to get into her a little bit. Um, <laughs> she, I thought Paul was nuts. She's whack. She's a, she has drank the Kool-Aid and somehow lived. I don't she's know a, what is she's going She's a second on. generation crazy. So She's a second generation crazy. Well, she claims to be his daughter, but yet not. It's a whole thing. All right. So here we go. 
uh, from a couple of interviews that I pulled about her, uh, just to give you an idea of the character we're talking about. Uh, from this interview, she once ate a Hershey bar, but I got a terrible sore throat. I knew it was a sin, she says. <laughs> no. With, oh, yeah. Same with alcohol. When I was 23, I drank a glass of champagne at a wedding and I threw up, she says. My dad said, you're allergic to alcohol. It dulls your brain. Her dad. She claims that Paul Bragg is her dad. This is who she's talking about. Oh, yeah. She's never shaved her legs, painted her fingernails, or worn makeup, except for lipstick. After I turned 60, I just needed a little help, she says. Her father, remember, this is her father-in-law she's talking about, advised her to never wear a bra because it impedes circulation. But everything still stands up by itself, she says proudly, demonstrating the pectoral exercises she does three times a day in two-minute sessions. She's never pierced her ears because it exposes nerve endings and doesn't wear a wristwatch because she believes it cuts off circulation. She's never had the desire to rebel against her father's, not father, teachings and sneak a cigarette or even an aspirin. I knew the consequences of living an unhealthy lifestyle is sickness. You pay for your sins, she says. Oh my God. How is this person real? I know. It gets worse. I'm so excited. Did you think that we were going to connect a health grifter to his daughter, not daughter, to Steve Jobs and J.C. Penny and Clint Eastwood? Because oh, I'm about to do it for you in one paragraph. Hell yeah. <laughs> Don't blink. You'll miss it. Down the rabbit hole. Here we go. Uh, she actually relies really heavily on celebrity stories to get her point across, which is what grifters do. Mm-hmm. A lot. And Because they'll be like, this famous, well-known person says that this has helped them. So obviously, if it worked for Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs called me five times saying, Patricia, I've got to see you. I've been reading the brag books since high school. Or J.C. Penny, a wonderful man, a brilliant man, so humble, told me we all have human angels. You're a human angel and so's your dad, he said. She talks about lunches she's had with Jane Russell and how she taught Clint Eastwood to stand up straight. She rhapsodizes about how the Dalai Lama and Tony Robbins love brag liquid aminos. She talks so much about celebrities, she leaves little time for questions about herself. Direct quote from an article. It was the same Steve Jobs that decided he wanted to try and live on fruit. And never, Died. you know, did anything about his body odor. And Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So I got curious about this character because who wouldn't be at this point? You can go to patriciabragbooks.com, which is where oh. she advertises the Bragg ACV system, apple cider vinegar system. And I went to the testimonials page. Ooh. Just, just, oh God. And this is where we start. I also found another grifter and then uh, fell into numerology. So here we go. <laughs> A quote supposedly from Clint Eastwood. Thank you, Paul and Patricia Bragg for my simple, easy to follow, healthy lifestyle. You make my days healthy. You make my uh, day selfie. Brag follower, supposedly for over 60 years. Uh, and then oh. you get random testimonials from just people like Len, Len in Hawaii. <laughs> he says, How did I beat cancer, obesity, diabetes, strap three herniated discs, and excruciating pain? The answer was changing to the Bragg's healthy lifestyle and the amazing Bragg vinegar drink daily. It changed my life, and I also lost 70 pounds. I received a new life, and that is just the beginning because my manhood returned. 
Okay. Okay. Good for you. I mean, it tracks that you would lose all that weight because you're not actually getting any real food. But... Yeah. Yeah. It, it I, also I lost tracks that, yeah, you're man. Now I'm not diabetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so regenerated. Uh, I want to, the world to join the Bragg Health Crusade. I am so thankful to Paul and Patricia for my inspiration. Okay. So now we're going to get into two people. One is just like a, I'm just a lying liar racist. Cool. Uh, Duke Jones from Oregonia, Ohio, who claims to be a retired police officer. I went and looked this fucker up online. Um, his testimony is that in 1998, I severely broke my left leg and doctors mended it with plates, screws, and bolts. I developed staph and pus infections and sores on the bottom of my foot. I had constant pain in my foot, ankle, and knee. And since then, I've had problems walking up and down stairs and kneeling was impossible. Then I started taking Bragg's apple cider vinegar, two tablespoons, three times a day. Two days after I started, the soreness in my knee disappeared, and climbing stairs is now pain-free, and all the other problems are gone. I never expected the res results. I give full credit to Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Thank you. I looked this fucker up online. All right. Quick Facebook search revealed some pretty standard, uh, but also pretty gross Racism, Trumpism, anti-vax bullshit. He was actually a retired police officer. I don't know if he's still alive. He's anti-vax, so who knows? Maybe COVID killed him. I don't know. Um, he's gross. And his Facebook uh, page is public, so have fun. Go oh, look no. that guy up. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, you're disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's like all the gross Obama memes. It's just foul. I could only look at that for about 30 seconds before I was like, Ugh! Okay, yeah, I know everything I need to. <laughs> now we're going to talk about Dan Millman, who also had a testimony on the Bragg's books page. Dan Millman. Um, here's his testimony quote. All those in the field of nutrition, fitness, and natural health stand on the shoulders of those who came before. Few shoulders are as broad as those of health pioneer Paul Bragg. When I was a young gymnastics coach at Stanford University, his words and example inspired me to live a healthy lifestyle. Oh, pardon me. I was 23 then. Now I'm nearly 60. And my own health and fitness serves them, serves as a living testimonial to Bragg's wisdom carried on by Patricia, his health crusading daughter. Not his daughter. Um, Dan Millman is not a name I knew. So I went and looked him up. He is an author of several books. Most famous is The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Okay. Yep. Got turned into a movie in 2016 or er, 2006 and starred Nick Nolte. Tells everything I need to know right there. Um, he was a university and a gymnastics coach. No lie there. It's true. Uh, the book uh, that made him most famous is part biographical, part fiction, about how Millman's life changes when he meets a gas station attendant who, quote, reminds him of Socrates. Okay, that's fine. You're weird, but fine. Mm -hmm. uh, did a deep dive on him, started digging around. We may have to do something on him because he's a wackadoodle too. Uh, he does believe in things like numerology and promotes it, uh, promotes it through things like his life purpose calculator. I'm going to make you both take this. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Here that's, we go. I need to find so out what you, my life purpose is. Any, anyone who wants to do this, I recommend it for the laugh. 
Uh, if you go to peacefulwarrior.com, it's like right on the front page. I gave Nathan and Kayla the direct link, but it's a life purpose calculator. I want y'all to do it, but I also have the screenshot of my results and I laughed my ass off. You could also right. do it for your partner. So if you have a significant other in your life, you can find out their purpose in life by just putting in their birthday. Perfect. Fabulous. Awesome. Fuck me running. Okay, but that's like work. Yeah, I know, but all you have to <laughs> do is put your birthday in. Humor me, Nathan. Please. Please. Just put your birthday in. Just I put your birthday so in. I will I will do this. <clears throat> I will I I will do this real time. You're hearing it now. You're hearing it first. All right. So it tells me that mine is the 36 slash nine life path. Three expression through sensitivity. Six vision through acceptance, and nine, integrity through wisdom. All digits have an influence, but the bolded issue is key to your hidden calling. My hidden calling in my nine-year cycle is integrity through wisdom. I'm going to read this because this is the most weird, like, scramble of bullshit. This ninth year is a year of completion. I'm on the last year in a nine-year cycle, y'all. Did you know that? Uh, it's a year of completion of letting go, of quiet reflection that leads to wisdom. A time of looking backward and understanding that all cycles end, then begin again. Attachment never avails here, for all things pass. The fall has ended, and now's the time for plowing under, turning the soil, so that the next spring cycle we can plant anew, with renewed hope and vigor, improving on this cycle through the wisdom gained. You need a fucking editor, it's a long-ass sentence. <laughs> Uh, winter's bittersweet presence brings a period of inner silence and stillness as we wait for the light to come again. That tells me nothing. What's my hidden calling? What the fuck? You'll never know. This is someone who follows Bragg's whole book bullshit. Health yeah. Thing. So that tells me everything I need to know right there about who his quote followers are. What did yeah, you two so, get? Um, well, I'm expression through sensitivity. Uh, and I'm influenced through authority. I'm on my eighth <laughs> year cycle. Um, it's time to reap the harvest of the previous seven years. Oh, fuck me. The harvest man. reflects the quality of all that came before it with deep roots. The tree now stands tall and strong, mature and valued. The fruit's ready for harvest. Autumn leaves show, shower like gold, like rainbows as the wind to change begins to blow, signaling, signaling the later days of autumn. He'd sure. be a great poet. Yeah. What'd you get, Nathan? Uh, I got... Uh, it said I was on the 32-5 life path. Uh, expression through sensitivity, cooperation through balance, freedom through discipline. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, your current year in the nine-year cycle... Uh, is there supposed to be a number after this? Uh. <laughs> oh, is it says, blank? It says three, I guess three, expression, expression through sensitivity. The third year, the seed breaks through the soil into the sunlight. No. <laughs> this may mean a time of visibility and careful growth. The shoot is still green and vulnerable. This time may bring a feeling of vulnerability. Doubts may arise. Can I do it? 
Our horizons grow wider. We see and experience more. It is now late spring. Okay, but I hate to tell you, it's fall and it's fucking raining outside. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? But it's the late spring of your life, Nathan. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Mm -mm. Oh, fuck my life. All right. Brags are crazy. His followers are crazy. I just thought y'all would enjoy the numerology dive because I was like, okay, here we go. I know. It's pretty good. All right. So, uh, very good example of the testimonials of the whole Paul Bragg ACV grift. Uh, Um, Patricia's the one who's running the show. Uh, She claims she was adopted by him. Now, most of the Bragg websites just say his daughter. I'm not claiming adopted kids aren't full kids, but th- there's something weird going on here where she talks about having these having these experiences with him when she was a very young girl and on and on. I was like, something. I, uh, I need to. That leave. sounds strange. Yep, I need to go. Um, I did look at apple cider vinegar. I know it's very popular. It's sold all over the place. Uh, instead of just being like, yeah, we use it in cooking, people are like, yeah, I drink it every day. I'm like, why? What are you doing? At best, it's negated. Nothing happens. It's but, also could be used for cleaning. <laughs> yeah. I spray apple cider vinegar on my glass in my shower. I don't Y'all, <sighs> it's really good for cleaning your dishes that are like that have like the extra like food buildup that you just really can't scrub off. Yeah. Leave it there for a little bit. It's fine. It's perfect. It's also it's great not... on street fair street fair fries. Uh also, yes. Yeah. Cats it's not the smell of it, so you can oh, use it no. as a natural deterrent. Exactly. Exactly. So we it, should it, write it, our own it, book. <laughs> <laughs> How to not bull yeah. It a lot I of the things are probably people. <laughs> the book should be uses for apple cider vinegar and at the very first page, not for personal fucking health. But, and then all of our ideas. And then, yeah, just just a bullet-pointed list of, yeah. It's, um... I, I with mean, a bunch of blank pages behind, so people can, bunch... like, write their own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it degreases. Yeah, I don't know. Um, a lot of the claims are based on folk healing and medicine. Sure. Um, a lot of the claims that Bragg will make focus on the fact that it's acidic, which is low pH. The kicker is that a lot of these claims also state that once you consume apple cider vinegar, it turns alkaline or turns high pH. And I would love to know how that happens. Fucking science. (laughs) Yeah, it's the same thing like alkaline waters. What? What? I don't. Okay. There's other claims that they make that um, substances like honey are acidic. Explain that one to me. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I can't either. Um, ACV can be dangerous. Even diluted, it can hurt your soft tissues like your esophagus and damage tooth enamel. And even popular websites uh, like WebMD state that there is insufficient evidence for any claims on apple cider vinegar being effective. Again, at best, it is a flat zero. It does nothing. If you consume it in large quantities, you could hurt yourself. So maybe, you know... Ask your fucking doctor, not some guy who claims he has a PhD and had a ninth grade education. Jesus Christ. Um, This is his claim to fame, though. So the company 
people, they all claim that their apple cider vinegar is organic, gluten-free, unpasteurized, non-GMO. It's like every health food quack threw up on this thing and made a shit ton of money off of it. They also claim that their ACV has a mother, which, no, no, I've brewed kombucha, okay? It, kombucha has a mother bacteria culture. It doesn't do anything either, other than look and smell disgusting. <laughs> well, the vinegar said mothers, too. Right. But yeah. this, they claim that there's a mother in every bottle. Oh, but oh, why? Yeah. Okay. But why? When you can just look at it and go... For a guy no. who doesn't like slimy things. Right? It doesn't make sense. Thank you. You're reading my notes, aren't you? This is... <laughs> I can't even drink kombucha just because that slimy thing. No, no, no it's no, slimy. No. I can't. It's just, just pure so, yeah. texture. That's it. <laughs> Best case scenario, it doesn't do anything for you. It won't help. It won't hurt. It just exists to make money for grifters who claim it can basically cure anything and everything. And what do we know about cure-alls? In the words <laughs> of Sawbones, it cures nothing. Um, all because Paul Bragg was a massive lying asshole, and so is his fucking daughter daughter not daughter daughter Daughter, not daughter daughter. so i'm gonna end my little dive here with a couple of quotes from an article that was very positive on the brag (laughs) thing and i want you to uh i want you to enjoy this uh so quote Patricia is a 100% dedicated health crusader with a passion like her father, Paul C. Bragg, world-renowned health authority. Patricia has won international fame on her own in this field, spreading the word of health through lectures, radio shows, and magazine interviews throughout her career. Patricia and her father, not father, co-authored the Bragg 10-book Health Library of Instructive, Inspiring Books that promote a healthier lifestyle for a long, vital, happy life. Patricia herself is the symbol of health, perpetual youth, and radiant feminine energy. <laughs> At 92 years young, she is living and a living and sparkling example of her and her father's healthy lifestyle. We're is she actually going. 92? I have no idea. Yes. Who knows, right? It's a mystery. Uh, Quote, Patricia's message is of worldwide appeal to people of all ages, nationalities, and walks of life. Those who follow the brag healthy lifestyle are living testimony to how it works, like ageless super athlete Jack Laloon, Jack Lalanne, sorry, who at age 15 went from sickness to capital letters, total health, capital T, capital oh, H, yeah. after meeting Paul Bragg at a lecture. He made a lifelong career out of teaching others how to become healthy. Many famous Hollywood people credit their youthfulness and good health to following the lifestyle taught by Paul and Patricia Bragg. Man's body is his vehicle through life, his earthly temple, and the creator wants us filled with joy and health for a long, fruitful life. The Bragg Crusades of Health and Fitness, 3 John 2, have carried her around the world, spreading physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and joy. And I will leave you with my favorite lie of hers about her dad. Now, Paul died in 1976. She has been running the company since then. Um, Here's the lie she tells. Um, Bragg insiders, including, and then they give this other woman's name, who have worked for the Bragg company for many, many years, say Paul Bragg, and Patricia says this too, 
drowned in a 1976 surfing accident at age 96. Patricia Bragg says her dad was born in 1881, but doesn't acknowledge his death. As far as I'm concerned, he's not dead. He's alive, she says. Paul was 81 when he died, and he died of a heart attack in the emergency room of South Shore Hospital in Miami, Florida, on December 7, 1976. It's a pretty standard way for someone to go out, health guru or not. He most definitely did not die in a surfing accident at age 96. Okay. I'm just going to The guy can't wine. even die in a straight way. I know, right? Right. And the lies are so fucking flimsy because all you have to do is pull the death certificate. <laughs> oh my god. It's not that fucking hard. I don't understand this obsession with being, look, he was 96 and surfing. No, he was 81. He died of a fucking heart attack. Come on. He died the way a lot of people die. He died of a heart attack. Okay, but, but if he died from a heart attack, then we can't really say that it's like things that cure all, right? Exactly. Ah, the mythos. <laughs> oh Must gosh. continue to build it. That's Paul oh. Bragg. He's a piece of Paul shit. Bragg. So is his daughter, not daughter. <laughs> That's going to be a thing from now on. The daughter, daughter not daughter? Not daughter. The daughter, daughter, not daughter. daughter. Because she claims he adopted her. There's no record. And even if he did, it's still fucking weird. Yep. Where are his sons and all of this? Couldn't find any record. Yeah, I was going to say, did he actually have legitimate children? Yeah, yeah. He had a son and two daughters. No one is, a, or two sons and a daughter, sorry. He, no one's around. No, There's hmm. no, nothing. They've been wiped from the face of the planet. And somehow, Why like, are they not the running one. daddy's company? Yeah, yeah, like, what the fuck is happening? Either they that or he met Patricia and... They have a brain, yeah. And he was like, I want that one. She's not related to me at all. But I want that one because she's a real good liar. Yeah, I, no, I want that one because I'm not ashamed to oh have that one around. God. Because she believes in what I have to say. Because she believes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. I wrote this out. And this is one of the few times where I like, I was actively like, like writing a fucking essay. <laughs> Instead of just copying, pasting, and then like, you know, moving things around into something that's a little more narratively interesting. This, I wrote fucking wrote all this out. I'm so mad about this. Because it's just like people buy this shit. They make millions of dollars a year off of apple cider vinegar. Yeah. So good. I'm going to throw it out a window. All right. Someone all right. else go so I don't like lose my mind. <laughs> you think it's going to get better? No, because I know who you're talking about. And I'm so excited. All right. Okay, I'll go next then. Um, yeah. So what does breakfast cereal, holistic treatment institutes, Arabian horses, and abstinence have in common? Orgasm, sperm, and coming. <laughs> I mean, that's all the same thing. <laughs> that or Kellogg family. Not the so. way I do it. I don't know. And, well, I mean, <laughs> if you're a dude... They're all kind of oh happening at the same time. And that's it for this week. Next week, we're back as I share the Kellogg legacy, a story that goes from a passion to better the health of humankind to eugenics. It's a roller coaster, let me tell you what. Then Nathan tells us a good old fashioned MLM story about the essential oil titan, Young Living. 
As always, links, pictures, and additional information can be found on our website at thehumanexception.com. To keep up with all things exceptional, be sure to follow us on Twitter or Facebook at The Human Exception. Do you have a story that you want us to cover, want to tell us that we're wrong, or just want to say hi? You can email us at thehumanexception at gmail.com. And if you want to get in on the fun, you can come join us on our Discord server. Link can be found on our contact page. Keep on being exceptional, my humans, and have a wonderful weekend, hopefully without a lumber mill. And Fishville. Oh yes, Fishville. Um, those. So I had three snails. I put one in one tank and then two in the other. And the two in the other tank are prolifically going at it all the time. And they're two bubbles of eggs. Oh cool! Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I love that. I think that's just so cool that you get to watch all of that. Your own little fish boyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, hey, we got that on recording now. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Here we go. <laughs> one of the fish, so I bought two new guppies, so I have four guppies in one tank right now, and one of them just loves to gorge. Like, I'll feed them. You know, normally not an issue. They usually just, you know, each get some. But, like, the one of them gets so fucking fat every time. Because he's just, I guess, gorging way too much. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to do. I didn't know that was a behavior that would happen like that in fish. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's just, really like, weird. every time it happens, I'm like, well, I don't want him to eat too much. And, like, because they can get, like, an issue with their air bladder if they eat too much. Oh, and okay. so I was like, I don't want him to get to that point. So like, then I wait a day before feeding them again, <laughs> just no. so that his like stomach goes down. And I was like, I don't know what to do about this. My God, how fish. bizarre! Yep. <laughs> I was gonna get him one of those like dog bowls where they have to like <laughs> slow down. Timed feed. feeder, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh.